Hey, hey, we took the 4th of July off to enjoy this classic PCP. We'll see you again next week. Grandma has passed. You're devastated. It's a tragedy. A tragedy that her heirloom 1920s diamond necklace is now in your sister's possession. Is that what grandma really wanted? Who are you going to ask? Karen Reese, psychic medium to the stars and two-thirds of the Pretty Corrupt podcast. That's who. Yep, we're talking psychics, spirits, and the hereafter. But before we break on through to the other side, gaze into your listening device, and once that subscribe button appears, give it a push. Then give us five stars on Apple Podcasts because we're no mind readers. Then float on over to Pretty Corrupt Podcast on Instagram and Pretty Corrupt Number One on Twitter and follow us over there. Welcome, Karen Reese and Alexa Zapia to the Pretty Corrupt Podcast. We're so excited to have you guys here. We're so excited to be corrupt, too. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome. So for anybody who doesn't know, Karen Reese is an amazing psychic medium. And Alexa is her right-hand gal, her assistant, her like, I mean, more than an assistant, honestly. Right, Karen? Oh, she's the brains. I call her, you know, Watson for a reason. Thank God, without her. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she pulls me back to earth. A little double burger. I know, exactly. I love it. <laughs> and I love it because like, Alexa, she is the hardest worker I know. I met Alexa. We, we both had our first casting job together. First yes. casting job on Don't Forget the Lyrics. And then we went off on our separate ways and we came back together on another show and worked and became really close on that. And then that's how I met Karen. And had a reading from her and it was amazing. And I've been following Karen for forever now. And then she gave Nate a reading, which was amazing too. (laughs) Still have, still have goosebumps from it. It was incredible. I I love that. That was like one of my favorite readings. It was was my first reading ever. And I, and now I don't need another one. That was so much fun. It was so much fun. He corrupted you from being a virgin to something more than that. Thanks. Yes. (laughs) No, thank you. You, Nate, you found, out she told you you're a part of history right I, yes i yes i found out a number of things as a civil war soldier I, a number of things i was i even you um you even told me several of my my dear friends and and, and family members you mentioned that you'd seen them um that i'd been friends and f- friends and or family with them in, in a past life and i i actually spoke to them about it and they both said they felt the same way they like one of my closest friends she actually said she's like that's amazing you said that i've always felt that way Oh, isn't Which that is so cute? Oh. Yeah, I, 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 I was so, I was like, oh, that makes me happy. I'm <laughs> <laughs> <them> happy too. <laughs> well, so for people who don't know, Karen, what is a psychic medium? Because it, that's very specific. Because there's a difference between being a psychic and a psych and a medium and a psychic medium. Correct. Yes, um, all mediums are psychic. So mediums will see and talk to the deceased and mm-hmm. psychics will tell you past, present, and future. So all mediums are psychics, but not all psychics are mediums. So if you're a medium, you're actually a psychic as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a psychic, you may not be a medium. And there's different variations. I tell people it's like um, like school. You can have elementary, junior high, high school, and then you can have university. So, you know, that's where it 
resides. And everybody does have abilities. Um, you know, there's no doubt about that. People, especially that are in the arts, like, you know, all of us here, you know, um, tend to have a higher, you know, uh, ability. Uh, you're out of your right mind, essentially, because your left brain is your, you know, logic. So it's okay to be out of your right mind, but that's where you get your self capabilities from. So for me, I've always seen dead people. I make predictions. Crazy things happen. I just don't cook. Just <laughs> <laughs> I add that in. Now, I'm not that artistic. knows that. No. You know? <laughs> So how old were you when you started seeing dead people and like started talking about it? You know, it's really, that's a good question. I was probably about a year and a half or two. I was still in my crib and this woman, Margaret, would come and visit me. And then she would show me my past life, which was in jolly old England. Um, it was during the wartime, World War II. I looked a lot like myself, only smaller. Uh, my hair was wavier. It was very blonde and wavier. And I remember at that point in time, she must have been a nanny of mine. Um, and then, so yeah, it was really interesting. But along the way, you know, my mom would say, oh, you know, I saw, you know, I don't know dead Uncle Frank, or there's going to be a helicopter crash. I would see things without realizing it. And then the next day you'd see it on the news, a train wreck. I'm like four or five. You know, we would go to the grocery store. My brother, who's 11 months younger than me, he also has the same, you know, um, ability. Yeah, we have a really strange family, which I'll tell mm-hmm. you. About well, he doesn't do it professionally. Like, <laughs> yes. this is not like a family of like, psych- <laughs> <laughs> know, like she's yeah. the only one who does it professionally. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and we would go to the grocery store and I would see like maybe a, a, a husband following, you know, a, a wife or whatever. And it was actually when I was seven, I kept getting this reoccurring vision, this dream. I I was in second grade. I'd come out of school. I'd have this vision. I'd go to bed. I'd have the same vision for like three weeks. And I kept seeing my father laid out in a blue casket. So I never said anything. And then three weeks later, two days before Thanksgiving, my father suddenly unexpectedly dropped out of a stroke. And I later learned my brother had the same thing. And so up until that point, you know, you don't, I mean, I didn't say anything to my mom. I thought I would get into trouble. Did, you know, what was I, you know, creating this in my mind or imagining this? And then thank God my one gram who um, uh, was the psychic, she was in town for the services. And my brother and I were like, oh my God, we explained to grandma what we saw. Both of us had the exact same vision. And strangely, neither one of us went to service. We're six and seven years old. Mm-hmm. And we later learned that my mom said, you know, I, you know, uh, laid your father to rest in a blue casket to match his blue eyes. You know, he's a Viking, his blonde blue eyes. So it was, it was one of those things. At the same time, my gram was when we had the chance to see an aura. That was the first aura I really saw. And it was very sparkly. Um, There's all these like little stars and sparkles all around her. And both my brother and I were like, oh, my God, Grammy got all these sparkles. So it was really interesting. It was very bright and yellow and white. It was really kind of amazing. It was like a light show, like a disco ball going on around her. So it was quite the experience. And then going forward, you know, I, you know, through conversations with her and and just getting acquainted with what was going on, you know, you later learn, you know, sometimes God prepares you in ways that you may not like, but sometimes you get this information so you can change it because nothing is ever set in stone, except for every now and again, like death. When it's your number, it's your number. Yes. Good thing we're all living long lives here, just so we all know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, was, that was another relief. To- <laughs> when you, um, so when you, like with your um, father as an example, you didn't know at the time, but you sensed some kind of impending doom. Is there any way to change that? Like, you know um, what I mean? Like step in, it's, step in between fate or what's that what, That movie? What was it? Final Destination. Like, <laughs> yeah. Any way to change the... You know, I think sometimes you can, but I think ultimately sometimes you can't. And I remember, now my dad was a Mensa member. He was an engineer, that side of the family, but the brainiacs and whatever, that's how, that's where I get my math and science um, aptitude from that side of the family. But 
um, I remember before I was going to bed, he says, give daddy a kiss. You may not, you know, I may not be here tomorrow. So after hearing that, God will prepare every one of us when it's our time. We may not remember it. We may be given that information, you know, in a dream state. We may just suddenly wake up and say, oh, I need to get all my effects, you know, put together, so on and so forth. That's why sometimes you hear that with people. In that particular instance, um, there was no turning back. There was nothing that could have been done. But there have been instances along my path where I've said to somebody, you better tell your husband, you know, to get to the you know, doctor, get a test on his cardio. He's not going to be here. Oh, no, he just had, and this was a true story, just had you know, um, his cardiologist look at him six months ago, he's finding, no, 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 I see three, of, you know, his, um, whatever, you know, blocked. And anyways, I scared her enough. She got her husband into the doctors. They did a checkup. Sure as anything, had he not gone in within two weeks of our reading. Yeah. That would have been the widow. So, but in that case, so there are instances where you can make changes. Um, and then there are sometimes you, you really can't, you know, so I, and I could go on and tell you all sorts of crazy stories. <laughs> well, that's what we want to hear. Oh, yeah. I'd love to hear those. <laughs> <laughs> and the dead really like Alexa too, just so you oh know. <laughs> well, I feel like when, when we were working back in the fall, Alexa, that so that Karen said something about like your grandfather's telling you like the, there was something about like water or something like in your house, like something was running oh, and like yeah. your toilet or something, and you went yeah. home and you're like, she was right. It was, it was exactly what it was. So it was <laughs> his, yeah, right. It was his memorial and it, it it was Stacey and I were working together then. And, um, so we had his memorial and then we had like, just like a brunch for like our immediate, you know, the eight of us, whatever at my mom's house. And she said, Oh, well, you know, there's going to be, if you hear a running toilet, like it's going to be him. We're like, that is so random and weird. Like, why would that even be like a thing? Like, and my mom just moved and her house is like new and everything. Right. So like nothing should, we're sitting there, you know, kind of all like, you know, we just went through this long, you know, memorial and the toilet starts running. I, I run out of the room and everyone's like, what is wrong? And I was like, (laughs) 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 so I said, they're like, what's going on? I was like, so anyway, so I said, okay, Poppy, this really isn't funny. If this really is you, please stop with the toilet. Like, this is annoying. It's, Stopped. And I was like, okay, like I'm good. Like this is enough. Like this is crazy. Yeah. And you're right. Good memory. That did happen in the fall. <laughs> because I love ghost stuff. So I'm like, I love spirit stuff. Last night I was reading and my light in my bedroom started kind of like flickering, like dimming in and dimming out. And I finally, I, at first I thought it was my eyes because my eyes have been bothering me. And then I like turned and I looked at it and it was going. I go, okay, I see you. Can we please stop? And it stopped. So I was like, okay, let's do it. And when you're open to it, you know, usually you'll see the signs or, you know, you'll pick up the energies. I tell people, you know, if you think of somebody, typically that's who's in the room with you because you're picking them up, you know, telepathically in your frame of reference. I remember um, reading her book, Barbara Sinatra, who is Frank Sinatra's widow. And she had a psychic in Beverly Hills who told her, um, if when you see a hummingbird, it's Frank visiting you. And she lived in a penthouse on like the 20th floor in Wilshire on, on the Wilshire corridor where, you know, they don't go that high. And a hummingbird started coming in the mornings to visit her. And it really, it always stuck with me. That's such a beautiful, beautiful point of reference, you know, because this way you know that your loved ones are still there. So you really want to watch what you think, by the way, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, it's funny. We did a show and we had somebody, it was really funny. And I said to this woman, I said, and by the way, your husband's here. Who's David? She goes, oh my God. So she, her husband had died and she started dating this David and we were all laughing. It was just, you know, hysterical because he's the one to pull her into me. On, on one date. Okay. Right. So one date, then we're working on her, um, sizzle reel, like two years later, this was before COVID two years later. Now we're just recently doing that. And we put that clip in. Okay, whatever. So we're like, oh my God, whatever happened to her? Like it was our last live show before COVID. Haven't heard from her. Hasn't booked an appointment. We have no, we've only met this woman once. Real pretty. She calls the, someone calls the office phone and I'm like, this sounds like the woman in the clip. Yes. So I go, I'm sorry. Like, I just got to ask you the personal question. Are you dating a David by chance? And she was like, oh my God. So then she ended up getting a reading for her and then David ended up booking one after. But the point of like, how random, like we haven't even heard from them in over two years and she only went to one show and she was not a previous client or anything like that. We have no idea who this woman is. And then we work on this sizzle reel the next day. She randomly calls to book an appointment. That's crazy. Yeah. Lynette's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Lynette. I love Lynette. Yeah. Justin. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Would you say, Karen, that there's like no such thing as coincidences in this oh, universe? I, I yeah, she always says that. say that. Yeah, there's always messages. And you can also ask for confirmation too. People don't realize it, but you can, you know, work with your guides or ask for a sign. Okay, you know, did you flickered the lights? All right, give me, you know, confirmation, you know, show me, a, um, I don't know, a piggy. And then, you know, you get in your car or give me a piggy connection, you know, pick something odd. And then you turn on the, you know, stereo and you hear or the radio and you hear something like, you know, well, there's a new restaurant called Piggy Littles, you know, so that would be your confirmation, you know, so, you know, keeping it open. But people will always try to connect. And I always tell people, you know, if the shoe is on the other foot, you know, if we were on the other side, we would be doing the same. Do you ever come do spiteful spirits ever come through? Like say maybe I'm thinking like maybe a disapproving mother-in-law who just wants to keep reminding you that you're not, you'll never be good enough. (laughs) Something like that. Well, actually I've had that experience. I've had, let's say the mafia one time. This is hilarious. In the morning, I had an FBI agent for a personal reading. And then at the end of the day, I had a mafia connection. I go, this is full circle. And it was a granddaughter of a big mafia person. And uh, so it's kind of funny, but I'll get people, you know, when you leave your physical, you're still you right? You don't really change. Your opinions might change. You might get a different perspective because on the other side, you'll see things in a much greater, you know, uh, perspective, uh, more objective than subjective typically. But, you know, if you're an idiot here, your chances are you're an idiot there. So <laughs> things just don't, you know, you don't turn into an angel. Yeah. You know, I like when people say that I'm like, yeah, no stupid cupids, honey. You know, if you're still this way, you know, you're still going to be that way. Right? I've always wondered about that. Like, in heaven, what if there are people who want to see you, but maybe you weren't that into them? <laughs> and like you don't want to spend an eternity hanging out. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> well, I tell people it's like save over here, or when people have had like maybe two husbands or two wives or two whatever, uh-huh. right? So which one do you pick? And I tell people you'll naturally figure that out when you get there where you want to be. Maybe it's number one, maybe it's number two. You know, it's just like you would do here. You know, you would make that decision. So, or maybe not and go for somebody else. You know. <laughs> Actually, I wondered about that because my. My mother's mother passed away when she was young, and then my fa- my grandfather remarried and, and then was with a woman who I basically know as my grandmother for, you know, like, you know, 30 some odd years until they both passed away. And like when she passed away, um, I said, I actually said to my, my cousin, I said, I said, granddaddy's not going to last the year. 
And, and she was like, and she was like, no, he's super healthy. Like, even though he was in his nineties, like he was, he was super healthy. And I go, he doesn't want to live without her. And sure enough, six months later, like he was gone, but like, it was very peaceful. Do you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like, it was just like, like he was used to caretaking her, but then uh, we all were thinking, we're like, who's he going to hang out with? Because I feel like both Marion and Franny are just going to be like, uh-uh, he's mine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, it I, out. They'll, I was like they will I was like he'll put his foot down and they'll, they'll figure it out or like I tell clients you know you just take Wednesday and then you say okay you know Tuesday and Wednesday is Tommy Thursday and Friday is Mikey you know kind of like maybe have like it all have your own place you know nothing wrong with that you know I don't think you know, maybe the Mormons know something we don't know I'm just saying <laughs> oh my gosh well what are like like so you've read for celebrities and stuff correct Mm-hmm. Any like type of celebrities that you can like share? You don't have to share names, but like types of celebrities that you've like read for and stuff. And if you want to share names. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, well, one that I well, one I could definitely tell you, Leah Remini, when I did her show, which oh, wow. really yeah, you know, like I knew who she was. I didn't really watch a lot of her TV, but I, I knew who she was. And she was right at that point where she's starting to shift out of Scientology. Mm-hmm. So it was really funny because of the, some of the information that I gave her, they didn't show, thank God, because some of it related to that. You know, and I was just, you know, it's just coming out of my mouth. I was mentioning some names that I would know, but she was connected to and things along that line. But she's an amazing person. She had a great aura. Um and she was really interesting. Her her mom was really funny. Uh, Vicky was just hilarious. Actually, she was supposed to give me an asparagus soup recipe. I have to find that. <laughs> that was fabulous. Um, so she was a lot of fun. Um, and then I, we've read quite a few um, housewives. There's, you know, we've had you know quite a few. So and there's been other people along the way that um, that have come along. Um, I'm trying to think who else we could really sort of kind of imply. But there's been quite a few. Um, mm-hmm. a lot of people, it's kind of hard because you really, cause if you say something would identify them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So a little bit, you know, so for that reason, it's a little, but I'll tell you, you know, people are still people, right. We all, you know, have certain things that we want to, you know, um, you know, get in, get out of life. So, you know, there's certain things, but, and there's been some interesting things, you know, it's kind of funny too, because sometimes you'll get somebody, um, from the other side and they'll blow somebody in front of me, like into me. You know, they might say, you know, you took the necklace that you're supposed to give to your sister, you know, so sometimes you'll get somebody on the other side. It's kind of funny. It's like that, you know. Those are my kind of ghosts, estate battles. (laughs) (laughs) I've always wondered, I had a relative die and there was a little tension about the estate. And I had, I did have a dream where him and his wife, they both passed for yelling at me, like, leave our (laughs) <laughs> why are you doing this or don't do anything and i it may have been them coming from the other side i guess communicating oh yeah dreams are your greatest places to connect with your loved ones um usually we all leave our body when we go into a deep sleep we don't always remember those experiences because we really don't want to come back you know you're with grandma or you're with grandpa or whatever your husband so and you feel really good you don't have that you know backache or whatever you look the best you've got energy i mean i've gone out of body and i've looked at my body usually I'm like oh, that needs to lose a little pound here and there but um you know you can go out and connect with your loved ones and you know ask before you go to bed i will remember seeing your grandma i will remember seeing you look and you'll start to make those connections where you're aware are you remembering them but yeah they'll come they'll give you predictions they'll give you warnings they'll just stop in to say hello a lot of times too on the other side when you're 
out of body and you're dreaming of grandma or grandpa, you'll notice that their mouths don't usually move because it's more telepathic because thoughts are faster than your mouths. Because a lot of times people say, well, you know, I saw a dad, but his mouth wasn't moving and I don't remember anything. And I'm like, well, go back tonight and try to connect with your father, but tell him either write it down or speak it or arrange it so that you can understand that frequency, you know, cause we've had, you've had those experiences mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Gosh. Yeah. Um, when you are reading people, is it more like, do you hear more? Do you see more? Like, how does it come to you? That's a great question because each person works differently. So I'm a very visual person. Um, I was artistically gifted. I used to draw a lot. So I'm very visual. So I'll see the person and then I'll hear them. Um, those are my favorite. Although occasionally, like if they had like, say a, a heart attack, I might feel a heart attack. I don't care for the physical sensations. I'm usually like, you could just tell me, I don't need to have like a stomach ache or, you know, heart, you know, heart attack or this, you know, if I drank too much in the living, right. You know, it's not good. Right. Um, But that's usually the two forms. And then if I can't hear them, I'll tell them, write it down. And sometimes they'll take like a little notebook and they'll write it down and then they'll show it to me. And then I'll try to read their, you know, whatever they write. So that's typically um, there are times, though, that um, I may smell like a fragrance that associates with them. But my usually most psychics will have like one or two of the strongest. And for me, it's like seeing and hearing. Mm-hmm. Has, has ever spirit ever been inappropriate with you during a reading? <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Actually, kind of now that you mentioned it. Yes, I've had instances like in the morning, a lot of times I'm in the shower. Um, and I've had little visitors. Yeah, I actually had a friend recently show up and I'm like, you know, all these years you always tried to hit it on me. That was Bob, by the way. <laughs> I told you. Yeah, you, did. <laughs> you need to get out of here. Like, you know, just saying, but, um, yeah, I've had that. I've had people come up to me and they might like kind of pinch your butt or, you know, do something like that, or I'm out of body and they're, you know, you know, want to have a little fun time. And I'm like, yeah, be enough. <laughs> you know, oh so. you have to taste the spirit. Yeah, it's so funny. No means no. Well, you know, it's true because a lot of times I'll be getting my insights. Um, This is funny too, as a psychic. Most psychics don't do this. And I get a lot of very interesting types of readings. They're very in depth, they're very detailed, as you know, as you know, a lot of psychics will give me sort of general stuff. It would relate, but you know, I get a lot of detail. But I'll go out of body at night and I might meet with somebody's, you know, mom who's going to be coming for a reading the next day. And I'll be like, oh, you know, and this just happened last week. I met your mom out of body last night, Sharon, blah, blah, blah. So, or, you know, that happens a lot or in the morning or the night before or I'm watching TV and I'll hear something. I get lights off when I watch TV at night and, you know, oh, you're going to talk to my brother. You know, you're going to whatever talk to, um, you know, whatever or see my father or whatever. So it's, it's sometimes it heads up. You know, but it's kind of weird when you're getting your makeup on, and then you hear your name, and then you're like, and you are? Oh, yeah. <laughs> do the dishes if you're coming over. Just do the bloody dishes, you know, make the bed, do the vacuuming. That's what I say. Oh, my God. Actually, I, you, sorry, go ahead, Nate. No, no, please, please. Well, was, you said, like, you hear your name. So those times of, like, sometimes, like, we're just by ourselves, and we hear our name being called. Is that usually, like, somebody, like, spirit, like, you know, somebody calling us? Yep. Mm-hmm. You've had that a lot. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So yeah, you want to, and then you can actually say, so what would you like to tell me? And then in your mind, you'll be given whatever uh, they want to tell you. Who are you? You can ask that question, you know, oh, geez, grandpa, what is it that you'd like to tell me? Nothing. I just want to stop in and tell you that I love you or whatever, um, or fix the toilet or, you know, whatever. <laughs> there, and there's nothing wrong with the toilet. Can I just, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with the toilet because the plumber was just there. Like my mom had all like the you know, the plumbing and stuff fixed prior, you know, there's, there's nothing wrong with the toilet. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. That's, that's, the, that's um, the title of the episode. There's nothing wrong with the toilet. Wrong with the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> really, there is nothing wrong. Or bottoms up, baby. Right? I don't know. Do um, spirits ever come through where the person they're trying to talk to didn't know them? Like say maybe it was a great, great, great grandparent and like do you have to explain to this person like you never met them in life but they're watching over you that they, they died a hundred years ago or something like that oh yeah sometimes you'll get like a great great grandparent and what's interesting though sometimes when the spirits come over the, the spirit people actually a lot of times they've known like say a great granddaughter in between lifetimes and that's why a lot of times when people have a near-death experience and then they come back, they'll say, you know, I met, you know, Juanita and I felt like I always knew her, but I didn't know her in this plane. But come to find out when I was over there, she told me in between lifetimes or previous lifetime, you know, we had, you know, lived our lives as whatever best friends or grandmothers or whatever. So that's the very, um, um, that happens sometimes. What do you mean by uh, in between lifetimes? Like, uh, is that between like a, like a reincarnation, like a blank period break period yep um, our heavenly states and there's multiple landscapes and one thing i always tell people and it blows their mind i'm like yeah on the other side you have a house you know you have like las vegas you know you see your you know dysfunctional friends and family and your fun people you know so i mean you'll have that i mean provided you go to that realm if you're very naughty you probably will go somewhere very you know very hot <laughs> and there's multiple levels right yeah. so you know, location, location, location. <laughs> They'll reside in a landscape similar. And what's interesting about the landscape over there, and Einstein was very psychic. People don't realize that. Same with Thomas Edison. They get a lot of their insights uh, from the other side. But they have things over there like flying cars, things that we eventually bring to the earth plane, but it originates on the other side. So there's so much more advanced. You know, so it's kind of cool. And you don't just sit on, you know, a cloud like stupid Cupid eating chocolate bonbons all day, just for the record. <laughs> you know? I like do that with your chocolate chip cookies. Like, makes the best chocolate chip cookies. Just saying. Great <laughs> baker. Well, I was going to, so I know generally when you're doing a reading, you're seeing the person face to face, you can focus on them. Do you ever find yourself with visions or feeling energies just walking pat, like in a crowd of people and just having no idea where that's coming from? Um, yeah, sometimes I do get that. And uh, when it comes to psychic information, I see like little television screens of like whatever a picture of a person, maybe holding a puppy dog or maybe, you know, like a little videotape. So that's like where I get your psychic past, present and future. So I might look at somebody, see like a little videotape above their head, or I might pick up another energy. Maybe they have a bad shoulder, or maybe I might sense that, you know, they have like a brother that passed over that's hanging around them. So, um, you know, and being in crowds, sometimes you feel like, 
depending on the energy, you know, because thoughts are things. So sometimes if you get, you know, crazy thoughts, you know, like Jack the Ripper thoughts or whatever, you know, you might start feeling, you know, like little prickly, you know, yeah. affect your body. Um, I know years ago, I woke up like an idiot at four in the morning to go to Macy's to get some, I think it was Christmas gifts. So I got my gifts. I stand in line. I'm, I'm like maybe the third person. Like there's only like seven people because it's like five. We're up with God. This guy in front of me had the worst thoughts and they were like prickly. Finally, I'm like, I got to get out of here. So I just left. I put everything down and I just got up and left because I'm like so uncomfortable. Oh yeah. Another time I'm standing at TJ Maxx, our favorite store. And I can feel this lady behind me. I know we all feel that, right? But in my case, it's like, you know, it's much more illuminated. I'm like, this lady's killing me. Like I could just feel this heaviness with her and, you know, some weird thoughts. And I was about to turn around and say, can you just like step back a little as I turn around, I go, it's a boy and it's doing September. A bitch. And she goes, yes, it is. You know? Oh, and I'm like, wow. I went to, <laughs> to hear it. It's like I channel that, which sometimes happens. You know? So it's crazy. Well, Did I you- was going to... Go ahead. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say it seems it feels like in a crowd of in a crowd of people, if you're getting energies or vision from multiple people, it feels like it'd be like sensory overload. It is. Mm-hmm. And I migraine very easily. Yeah, so okay. something to do with it. So, you know, you try to pull yourself away from it. You know, sometimes if the crowds are uplifting or you're in the sunlight, that's actually good because the sunlight kind of disperses some positive energy, some ions. But there are instances that, you know, you could be standing next to somebody, like I said, in line, you know, and get some kind of crazy energy. So, and people are just crazy. We're crazy. <laughs> yeah. We, we all, we are for sure. We are. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, Yep. Yep. I mean, and, and watching cat meeting people for castings all the time, I've realized even more so how we're all just, Oh yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. And it makes you seem so normal. Like when you talk, you know, well, I'll tell you a funny story if you want to hear it. So I recently did a reading for this woman and I said, Oh my God, you know, your first husband's here and your second husband's here. And, um, I said, Oh, your first husband's laughing about his services. And I said, his name is, I'll say Walter. And, um, and I said, but who's the butchie that he's referencing? Well, as it turned out at his services, his name was Walter. I mean, how did it go exactly? His nickname was Butchie, but the person that was doing the eulogy kept referring to him as like Beefy. I, I forgot the exact names, but they kept mixing up his name. They kept screwing up his name. And, you know, he was laughing about it. And when it ended up happening, the kids went outside and, you know, this woman went outside to check on the kids and she said, are y'all good? And they said, yeah, you know, we've been telling, you know, the preacher to keep saying it's, it's Butchie, not Beefy. And as soon as, you know, Butchie shows up, then we'll go back in. But right now it's still with Beefy. And, you know, the dead person found it funny. I thought it was really funny too. <laughs> you know, here with this big congregation of people and, you know, the preacher's getting it wrong and everybody's getting all excited. But I thought that was so funny, but he knew about it. They were calling me the wrong name. Just tell them to ask who Beefy was, you know? And we were all laughing. I said, so they take a like dance to it because they don't care. You're out of your body. What do you care, right? <laughs> the other time I had somebody said, oh my God, you know, your brother, um, how unfortunate. Um, you know, John's telling me that there was a little bit of a funny thing at his services. Wait, his best friend is Bill. Oh my God, wait a minute. He's telling me Bill almost knocked the casket over. Wait, he knocked the casket over that your brother was in. So yeah, so John, the dead guy was telling me about how his best friend Bill was so like over, you know, drawn with all this, you know, overwrought with all this, you know, sadness that he was all drunk and he stumbles in and he stumbles on the oh casket and the casket falls over. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. It's like something you see in a movie that like, oh. it is. 
And these people tell me this, these dead people, like they just come right out. And I laugh, like those are like quirky things you normally don't get. You know, most psychics will say, your grandmother's here. And she said, you know, she loves you. Okay, big deal, right? But these are like, you know, you Very really know. specific, yeah. yeah. And funny too, you know, and you look at how the other side treats it. And they were laughing. Both these men were laughing hysterically. Actually, so were me and the client. <laughs> but I thought that was funny, you know. What what type of readings do people mostly come for? Do they mostly want to talk to like, you know, their 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 loved ones who have passed on? Are they more like looking for answers for the future or past lives? Like, or does it tend to be a mix? It's you know, it's a mix. When I do my readings, which I have no control over who, what, or where, past, present, or future. So I always tell people, you know, about halfway through, we'll get to some questions. If there's another, you know, whatever area or something we need to look at, you know, just let me know. But typically the way I end up reading, I usually read the full wheel as I call it. So I look at your past, your present, your future, and dead people. And um by the time we get to questions, most people say I really don't have any questions. You've answered everything, you know. So I try to, you know. <laughs> That's how I was too. And, 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 yeah, 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 I was like, yo, I, I got nothing. <laughs> I told you. I mean, I do the spiel of like, yeah. have like three, four questions, but like, don't be disappointed if like, you go to look at your sheet and they're all answered. So like, yeah, there's the questions, but you might not even need to have them. I was still trying to figure out how you knew the things you knew. I had, I, my brain wasn't even working at that point. Look, I've been with her for five years. <laughs> there's no, there's no, yeah. And awkward teenage moments when you're a psychic growing up, you know, so just letting you know that, oh yeah, that was just so weird. And you know, of course, as a kid, what are you going to do? You're going to hang out in a graveyard and maybe smoke a little dope. That's like awkward too. With your two other couples, one is a psychic, one isn't, you know, and well, and the other one was missing in action. There was like my three cousins and that Natalie and Lisa. I hope you hear that. I'm the heartthrobs. Father had just passed eighth grade. I'm chillaxing. And all of a sudden his father shows up like he had died two weeks earlier. The teacher calls on me and like it, when you're young, you're still trying to like figure out how to control it a little bit. So I kind of channeled it because I was kind of getting into that daydreamy state, which can, that's a channeling type of state. And I mentioned that, you know, Paul's father's here and everybody looked at me and like, oh, Jesus, you know, and he's like, tell my son I'm okay. I'm like, yeah, I'd like to tell him he's okay. He's pretty hot, but I'm not <laughs> <know. laughs> saying, <laughs> yeah, so. and he was mighty hot. <laughs> Have you ever, you're, you're talking about like awkward social interactions. Have you ever been like, say at a wedding and you can look at the couple, say at the altar and be like, they're totally not going to last. Like yes. <laughs> Tony. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, like maybe somebody's sleeping with somebody that like the groom's still sleeping with the, you know. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. I love you can't say anything because you're like, oh, it's this dumb, dumb will figure it out at some point. So you get a wedding gift knowing that like it's going to be for one person, not both of them because they're going to get divorced. Oh, that, yeah. yeah. Like, is my, that what it's? My friend Cindy, I'm like, it's not going to last. I got to get you this beautiful, you know, glass, beautiful frame, you know, with your wedding information on it. I'm like, it's just not going to last. But That's yeah. why I, Emily Post says you have a year to get them a gift. That's why I take the full oh. year because <laughs> I've had a couple of them crash and burn before the year's up and I'm like save myself a little bit of money <laughs> you know that's a good point that's great advice it truly is sure yeah good advice also, it's really great that like you know eight months nine months into their marriage all of a sudden they get a gift of something that they didn't get from the registry that they kind of wanted but they forgot about and then it's like boop, you know merry christmas happy hanukkah yeah. happy easter <laughs> there you go surprise <laughs> right at your door love yep. that idea yep I love those thrills. Yeah. 
I'll tell you another uh, funny story too, because people will often say, you know, um, when somebody dies and you hear this, this is a lot of misinformation, you know, they don't come right away. They have to like wait a year. I'm like, what are they doing? Cooking themselves or something? <laughs> Break. I've had people come the same day. We did one with Henry. Um, yeah. 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 It was funny. We were doing it just before COVID. I said to the one woman, I said, there's a Henry and there was like a sister sitting up in the audience and our sister was sitting down low, whatever. As it turned out, this woman said, oh, yeah. Um, I said, oh, yeah, Henry said he just died. And she goes, oh, yeah, he just died. Um, that's why his daughter's not here. I said, oh, I said, well, it's too bad. She missed a good time or something stupid like that. Yeah. And, um, yeah. No, I <laughs> no, I can't help myself. <laughs> but as it turns out, Henry had literally died earlier that, that morning. Like two hours before. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And then it got even weirder. And this is what spirits did. And so this was a Saturday. And then Monday, the radio station called. They wanted me on on Tuesday. I said, fine. So I get on Tuesday and I start to relay this funny story about Saturday, you know, that somebody had just died and, you know, dispelling this notion that when you cross over that, you know, it takes a while before you can communicate with your loved ones. And as it turned out, Henry's grandson-in-law was listening to the station and started texting or, you know, sending a a DM over saying, oh my God. And so we were laughing. I'm like, so here the grandson's listening. I was on the way to the funeral. Oh, that's right. Oh Oh, wow. Yeah. Yes. So we're another instance, and this is a funny story. Oh God, that was years ago. So I had read this woman in January. Her sister made an appointment, which I didn't know because I don't like to look at the calendar till the day of. Otherwise I download much information, right? I got enough of my own things to do. And um, so I went out to get her sister. I said, oh, I read your sister. I said, oh, nice. So, you know, I take the sister. It's June now. Now, mind you, the sister apparently had an appointment in April. It was rescheduled till May and then rescheduled till June. Cause I had engagements with TV or something. So she sits down and go, Oh my God, your brother-in-law's here. Totally forgetting. I don't always remember what I tell people during the readings. And she's looking at me. I go, yeah, he said he just died. She goes, Oh, I go, what? She goes, he just died yesterday. I go, Oh, I go, we probably should <laughs> sister, but it gets even better. She goes, what's really weird. She said, my sister was here in January and you predicted his passing, but you said, you know, but in this instance, it was really his time, but he was a young guy. And um, he should have passed technically according to our terms. He was in great shape, but he had a massive heart attack. Nothing could have been done differently. And I had said, you know, maybe keep a check on him, whatever. They did all that, but it's just one of those things. And it was really funny. So that was God's way of preparing her. But it was also very interesting because he literally had died the day before. She had her appointment. Had she come like one of the other two appointments, she wouldn't have been there. And I said, this was spirit's world or spirit's way of saying that, you know, life continues. There are no such things as coincidence, you know? And I said, we we'll probably have a hell of a time tomorrow, you know, for his party at his cemetery or his whatever. <laughs> They're like rock and roll kind of crazy people, you know? So. Have you had people come to you uh, with maybe, what would you call them, underhanded for for dark reasons like okay jordan it's so on brand for you he's he's projecting he's for example like he wants um, to know where the treasure is hidden where the (laughs) will is where the diamonds are a a kennedy expert i specialize in that like um jackie kennedy's family stuff and an expert someone who knew her said uh lee radswell her sister for her last husband uh they um the marriage wasn't going well. He ended, and she consulted psychics to see whether um, she should wait him out or just divorce him now. 
it was literally an issue of finance. Like, should I become, you know, he ended up dying a year after the, they divorced. But do you, the point is, have you had people come to you with really shady questions like that? Yeah. yeah you <laughs> like, actually, like you and you get some of those too. I mean, yeah, people are just, they ask people. when they book. Yeah. And she answered this. Yeah. And one of the funny falsehoods too, mm-hmm. that this industry also has a lot of times psychic will say, Oh, your father, you know, he buried money. And usually it's nonsense. Um, you know, the coins they're in his like dancing shoes from 1928 or something stupid. Like they're under the floorboards, you know, mm-hmm. well, we have ceramic tile. Okay. Well, they're under the tile. Like you'll get some that, but I've had people come that will ask some very um, shady questions. Yeah. It's really weird though. When you get one person in and then you get their sister in and they're both like, you know, at odds with each other and they want to know, they don't know that, you know, because I don't discuss, you know, that your sister is here or your whatever, mm. you know, it's, it's kind of crazy like that. Or what's even weirder. I've read people, they have died like this wonderful, this wonderful gentleman. He was so sad when his wife died of 50 years, he was older. So I read him a couple of times and he's just the nicest man. Well, then he dies. Well, then his granddaughter comes in that I never met. I'm like, wait a minute, your grandfather. I know your grandfather. And that's happened several times. That is the weirdest thing. I'm like, oh, good to see you. You've come full circle. <laughs> I've seen you in the living. Now I see you here. I guess that's so weird. It's oh. beyond weird. When you have like the siblings on separately, was it clear maybe that the parent preferred one to the other? <laughs> <laughs> um yeah question. and you know what jordan i think you're being psychic because just tonight it's on my text somebody had texted me her and her brother you know they want you know mom's and, and dad's well, dad died last but they want the remains to stay for a while and then there are two other sisters that are naughty they want to put them in the mausoleum and i said hey why don't you split everybody up you know why don't y'all take a little bit of the ashes and then she of course she said we can't work catholics i said well isn't that what confession is for split it up and go talk to the people <laughs> <I like that. laughs> No brain. <laughs> Parents could care less what you do. I'm just like thinking outside of the box. I guess I've Yeah. You know, it's bad. Um, going back to something that you said earlier, what are, what are some myths that you would like to dispel about readings or about, you know, psychic mediums and stuff like that? What is something that like you can just like tell people, yo, that's not true. Or like, this is, this is a good myth to like get out of people's heads. Uh, you know what? I would have to say, um, like birds, although birds do act as messengers on behalf of people. So, you know, when somebody crosses over, they don't come necessarily back as a bird or a butterfly, but they'll say, Mr. Birdie or Mr. Butterfly, can you, um, you know, make a, a, an announcement because you're still in the physical and birds represent spirit, right? You've got um, wings, anything with wings typically. So that would be one of the things. The other thing I would say, you know, when somebody dies, they can come back right away. They do to my world, you know, my family, whatever. Um, so that's another thing. What else would be? Um, I mean, I think you just found the first one of like, they can't come in right away. So I think that like, that's the major one. Yeah. That's um, the other thing too, is I hate when people say you're psychic, everybody has psychic abilities, but I think sometimes when you get psychics that say that it's more like rah, rah stuff, you get all excited, you know, and you, you hear what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. You really should listen to what's being told to you. You could do what you want with the information because a lot of psychics will tell you what they think you want to hear. Oh my God, your son's going to be a rock and roll star. You know, and they want to go, and I get it, you know, you want your kids to do whatever, or your loved ones or whatever, or your wishes. But, you know, at least if you have a frame of reference of where you're at and what you can do, realistically speaking, you can make it happen. But when you get these fake psychics that will tell you what you want to hear, you're holding on to that. And then when it doesn't happen, it's a disappointment. Or when something can be changed and you're not giving the 
You know, if you say, if your son's not going to be successful because he doesn't know the right people, he needs to network. That's better than saying, oh, he's going to be successful. A lot of psychics will say the latter, but he doesn't become successful because he doesn't know the tools that he needs to, to use. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of that. Um, I think one for that I get a lot when I'm booking for her is like, oh my God, is she going to tell me something that's bad? And it's not like something that's bad as if like, you weigh 500 pounds and he sees you dying of a heart attack because that's what Jordan's afraid of. (laughs) (laughs) She might say, instead of like, you're going to die in two weeks of a heart attack. It's like, let's switch some like McDonald's out for some salads. You know what I mean? Cause I see it being, so it's not like anything that like, is like, like scary, (laughs) but like, you know, it's anything that could be preventative. And that brings to the other point. How many times have you had people say, is she going to Google me? That's why I do the bookings, my friends. And this here's is, the thing. Why. What are you really to find out on Google? We're not going to find out about your dirty little secrets that you've been having an affair with your boss, you know, or you've done something in your past, or there's something coming up in your future um, that, you know, you don't know about, but I see it because, you know, what I do with psychic information is just patterns of energy. It's a frequency. And that information comes from your aura. So I have no control over what comes in. So dead people will tell me about your future. They can see it. Your aura also provides past, present, and future information. So that's stuff you're not going to see on Google. And usually you don't put things well, out Well, not even that. But first of all, like secrets out. Like I run her social media. She doesn't even have it installed on her phone. So like <laughs> you would not, she would not look you up on social media either. And if that's what you really think, then like you're not only wasting your time, her time and spirits time. Like why are you like, you know what I mean? Like I certainly don't have time to search you on social media and give her the information before the, first of all, I work two jobs. That's like near impossible. Second of all, I don't even know how I would transmit that. Because I don't work with her in the same room. So it's like, if that's what you think, then like maybe you're not ready for a reading. Well, you know what I mean? Looking at, looking at their selfies and letting her know she looks really um yeah moral. <laughs> like you know i often get that when people um book and that's why i say i do all the bookings mm-hmm. like she doesn't have anything to do with the booking she doesn't even know who she's reading until the minute of like you know it's first of all she'll just start mentally getting a lot of information overload if she knows mm-hmm. second of all i don't have the time to look you up on the social media like First of all, like, let's say Stacy, like, it's not gonna be Stacy's last name. It's probably like Stacy XOX. So how am I supposed to know that that's Stacy, right? This Stacy. So I don't have time to do that. And it's just, if you're in it for those reasons and you think that's what's going to happen, I just don't think this is the time to get a reading. Yeah. It yeah. was also, it was so funny when she read me, she told me a lot of stuff that was like happening in my apartment that now I live alone and nobody else knows that's happening. And I was just like, how the did she know yeah. this? Like that I need to get that I was drilling that I borrow somebody's drill and that I need to buy my own drill. Like I, I rewatched mine the, the, the last night because I was like, what all did we talk about? But the one of the big things was, and I remember this because you explained this very well before Alexa, before we met, but then but then you kind of you get overwhelmed. Uh, you know, just the amount, the sheer amount of information that Karen is throwing at you is like, oh my gosh. Uh-huh. So, so I can't even imagine what you're feeling with it coming in, Karen. But 
I remember like there was something in, she was going, she was like, there's somebody with a nickname, like a Mr. Bean, a Mr. Bean, a Mr. Bean. And I had no idea really what you were talking about, except for that. I liked that. And it, it wasn't until that night. And I went and got into bed and I hugged my teddy bear. I go, Oh, Mr. Bear. Oh, that was Mr. Bean. Mr. Bean was Mr. Bear. I was like, Nobody knows. I don't have Mr. Bear like out on social media. His name's out, not out there. Like I don't tell people not Mr. Bear. Well, now and I have now the whole audience. Knows. Now everybody knows that I sleep with a teddy bear named Mr. Bear. Yeah. Um, it's like Stephanie Tanner, honestly. Like, that's the first thought of when you said that. Oh my gosh. That, now, yeah. I didn't even think about that. I didn't either. I've known, I've known Mr. Bear for like a year. Like, oh my God, what if it's the Mr. Bear from Full House? Like, what if I he never has- put that together. No, it's my Mr. Bear. So I was just like, but yeah. Stephanie Tanner's Mr. Bear. No. Nope, my Mr. Bear. But, but like, it's those things that you like, you throw out and they don't come to, you don't realize that they, like you could like go and you could be like, well, she, she got this and this and this wrong. But no, 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 no. 40 minutes later, two days later, a couple of weeks later, you're like, oh, wait, 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 that's it right there. <laughs> yeah. And it comes the most like craziest of times. Like she does it. You don't know in the moment. And then something there's no timing. Right. It's just she just throws things out at you. Mm-hmm. Um, so it can be 10 years later and you're like, oh, my God, <laughs> that my reading. So it's like it just there's no rhyme or reason to it. You just have to take it for what it is, which is why I always say when I book you guys, you know, make sure that you take a lot of handwritten notes because, and keep those. And my other thing, my other like tip, if anyone listens is to, um, take a, like a picture of that and upload it to like Google drive or something like that. Because if you move or something happens to those notes, it goes in a flood, whatever, you always have the digital copy backed up on the drive. So that's not going, anywhere. but that's for things like this, where you're like, Oh my God, she said that. You know, like that type of thing. Probably kept getting with a BE. Well, it's funny because recently a friend of mine just contacted me and she said, you read me 10 years ago, which I, I talked to her occasionally. And uh, she said that you predicted my son would marry a Jen, a Jennifer. She said, my son's engaged to a Jennifer. And that was 10 years ago. Wow. Oh, my gosh. So it was control, you know? And sometimes names sound like, I always tell people, Aaron, Karen, you know, Stacy, Tracy, Bo, Basie, Fee, 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 Fee. I like the one with like <laughs> well, speaking of bookings, how can people book with you, Karen? Or I guess Alexa, how do people book with Karen? <laughs> um, yeah, well, I say the best way is just to DM her on Instagram um, at Karen Reese or on Facebook at Karen Reese Psychic Media. You can go to her website, um, either in person or phone reading, same thing. Um, but if you want me to do it for you, I'm more than happy to do so. I check those DMs and the filters all the time. So um, just make sure you just write like, hey, I want to book a reading and then just put your phone number and I will give you a call and um, do so. So yeah, it's simple as that. She makes everything simple and she's such a great, she's the best cookies. Oh my God. <laughs> you gotta send me some. I mean, look, I guess this is like what you deserve after this podcast. I guess you have to ship them out. They're like the best. I'll ship them out. And I don't normally eat chocolate chip cookies. I love Alexis cookies. Thank oh you. Oh my gosh. Man. Well, now we need to have your cookies and Karen, I need to go to a wedding with you. I, <laughs> I want to sit with you at a wedding and just get your thoughts. It's not even a wedding. It's <laughs> just, anything, just anything. Just anything. <laughs> just Starbucks. <laughs> like, let's just go to busy Starbucks. Oh, oh my goodness. That would be a, oh. My friends, wait, I got never back. It's so weird. We'll be out and we'll have our masks on or whatever. And people will actually come up and they recognize us. And we think like, oh, this is great. Nobody 
Yeah, put my glasses on. Yeah, yeah. We're like, how do you how do you see that? How do you know? Because you're everywhere. You're. I mean, you guys, when your live comes up on Thursday evenings, I'm like, whenever if I'm on my Instagram, I go boom because I don't have notifications on because I'm old like that. But I'm like, <laughs> dude. Well, Karen. Alexa, thank you so much for coming on Pretty Girl Podcast. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having us. God bless you. Thank you. So, yeah, so we'll have people get in touch with you guys for readings. And, man, just everybody, make sure you book with Karen Reese. She's amazing. She's Stacy certified. She's Nate certified. Jordan, we'll get him. We'll get him to certify. Well, he'll he'll come around. He'll He'll come come around. around. I get certified. They're saying you realize that, Jordan. Thank you again to Karen Reese and Alexa Zappia for joining us today. If you'd like a reading or want to know more about Karen, make sure to follow her on Instagram and Twitter at Karen Reese. And that is spelled K-A-R-Y-N-R-E-E-C-E. And then you can also follow her on TikTok at Karen Reese number one, kind of like pretty corrupt one, number one. Um, And then of course, make sure you follow PCP at Pretty Corrupt Podcast on Instagram and TikTok and Pretty Corrupt number one on uh, Twitter. But until next week, let's say goodnight, Mr. Bear.